Did you know that? It, well, okay. Kayla told me this the other day, and I don't, I don't remember exactly what it was, but she told me that, like the, the actual like vaginal opening or something like not the not the opening, but like yeah. how deep in it goes, is only like three inches deep. Yeah. Did you guys it's, know that? I think it's it's dependent on women. I think it ranges between about... like three and like five and a half. First up, yeah. is this going in the episode? So like as long as you got that, why? Really, really don't want this to go in the You're kind of good. Why are you asking, Dylan? I don't know. I've been talking to this a lot about like at work recently. Like, said, I've really just been sharing this with people that I want to respect me, and I'm scared that they won't after they hear it. And you're probably right. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. There's 70 other episodes of past transgressions that I can't make up for. So yeah, don't you talk about beating? <laughs> That's all your on you, bro. On, we are saying that on a weekly basis, but. They know that's not true. They work with her. They, they don't, don't see bruises. They don't know that. They don't see what goes on behind closed doors. They don't Some see of all of do. the makeup that she has to put on her face every day. She, look, first off, shout out to Sabrina. Doesn't wear a lick of makeup. Saves so much money. Uh, <laughs> second, also proves that I do not beat her. <laughs> you can see no, the bruises. Does but every shit. time. Every time, like, Moxie jumps on her a little too hard and leaves a bruise the next day, I'm that's like, the one, that's, that's going to get me caught. Someone's going to question. Yep. I, uh, yep. I had a coworker come up to me, uh, I think last week or the week before, and they were like, hey, uh, I saw you post about your podcast and I listened to it. And I was like, oh, shit, bro. Like, what'd you think? And he was like, yeah, you specifically are pretty gross. And I was like, oh. I, oh. Yeah. You're, I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> You specifically. <laughs> you, you are the gross That's, one. And see, I'm, I feel like Dylan's so grosser than me. On the show. I uh, I feel like he's more uh, inappropriate, but definitely That's not true. grosser. That's definitely true. I'm, I'm, Dylan usually says it, and I feel like I'm the one that usually takes it too far. Cool. I can live yes. with that. I'm okay with that dynamic. And I'm the one sitting here wondering when it's all going <laughs> to stop. Until we stop doing this, it'll never stop. True. But I feel like, again, I feel like this is what makes us so unique. We go from video games to dicks. It's pretty sick. What other podcast can say that they do that? Dicks, domestic violence, and domination. The only thing that you will need in a podcast. <laughs> That's it, truly. Boy, that's a that is a set of phrases that you just said there. Josh is yeah. like, I didn't really like them, but you said it anyway. I I, I think I, that sentence also wasn't didn't make any sense. Mine? No, yeah. mine. Oh, sorry. It wasn't a set of phrases; it was a set of words. But you know, maybe one you know day I'll be. learn how to speak English. No. We're, this is what the podcast is for. It's to help you. Advance not only your vocabulary but sentence structure altogether. Good. That, I'm is, glad that that's what this. Josh, is for. did you know yeah. that when you approached me, you're like, "Let me, let me help myself become a better English speaker. Let's just start a podcast, talk about dicks, domestic violence, and, and domination, and sometimes video games. And by the end of it, I will be able to speak fluent English with no issues." <laughs> 
Honestly, we're providing a service here. Welcome, you are listening to Hunting Pixels, the one and only official video game podcast of culture. We have quite a show for you today. The first half of the year is done and we're once again checking in on our community challenge. On top of that, we'll be talking about the games we've been playing, the media we've been consuming, and of course, our regularly scheduled picks of the week. I am, of course, your host, the one and only Bebop Man, Josh McMullen, and I am joined, as almost always, by my two co-hosts, Dylan, Dirty Deeds Martin, and Austin, Dundirt Chief wow. Stevens. How's it going today, tadpoles? I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about the tadpole part, dude. <laughs> I'm good. I'm doing good, man. What, why? What, what's up with the ACDC? What? Why is that the? I don't know. Like, so, like I'll just like I'll be literally half of the stuff that comes in this document. I am sitting at the gym. I'm high on pre workout, and I'm like, this is what I'm going to say today. Uh, <laughs> I, I, we went with ACDC. I don't even listen to AC. That scared the shit out of me. I think. Um, uh, can't say her name, but it's Amazon something. Heard me talking, and then she started talking while I was talking. But no one's in this fucking room right now, so that really got me. Wait, Amazon something, Madison? Uh, no, a- Matt. Are you trying to get me to say the name? Mm, I just don't understand the Amazon reference. Uh, talk- the Amazon thing, literally, like you know. The robot that works for Amazon. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the AI, not the robot. <laughs> okay. I See, have one of those sitting like 10 feet away, and at some point, I guess she registered that I was talking or asking a question, so she started talking over me. But <laughs> Sabrina's not in this fucking room right now, so I was like, what is happening, dude? Oh, that's funny. I I thought you were talking about, like, an Amazon, like a really tall woman. Oh, I was like, Madison's kind no. of tall, but... I am into that though. Is Madison uh, tall? She's about as tall as me, maybe like an inch off. I was about to say when I saw I you she's two, like, an like inch shorter than me at the most. We're about the same. Way. I could literally squish you both with oh, yeah? one footstep, like a tiny little. This true. Tell me more. Christ. <laughs> All right. No, you don't just get to excite me like that and pretend like nothing happened. Nah, you <laughs> you would be the one to like to be stepped on. I think he said that on multiple shows. Uh, I mean, the stepping, not so much, but, you know, punching in the face, definitely. That's a huge one. That's why I can't get in a fist fight with anybody. I'll just be bricked up the whole time. Wow. It's amazing. How you doing, Josh? I'm about to kill myself. <laughs> yep. Do you remember the part where I said I take it too I got far? sunburned today. Oh. How'd you get sunburned today? I stood out Sick. in the sun too long. <laughs> Sick. 
that's a, that's a good way to do it. <laughs> oh shit! I was we, not expecting that at all. Holy god! He said, "What do you mean, you dumb fuck?" Oh man. man! And I forgot the sun. We were halfway down the road. Uh, closer to that, we were almost to our destination, and it's like, did you bring the sunscreen? No. Sick. It's like, okay, <laughs> this is gonna suck. This is gonna suck. But that's why I don't truly. Uh, did uh, you? Uh, <laughs> oh God. Payoffs worth it sometimes. <laughs> did I what? Uh, did you go fishing today or something? Is that is that why? You yeah, were... uh, for a little oh, bit. Okay. Um, took the took the dog singular. Out to uh, just get some outdoors time. Sabrina wanted to go somewhere, so we didn't stay too long. Had some bites, got nothing, but it, it was a fun day. Most of the time, I just actually, for once, when I went fishing, like set out to go fishing, I did not actually fish too much today because I found myself while they were out playing, I was just kind of, uh, I guess, just sitting there, just watching, reflecting. Wasn't really doing too much at all actually i put both rods down at some point walked away from the water and just started looking up at the fucking sky i don't know maybe i just needed that but it was a, it was a pretty oh and then that's how i got <laughs> sunburned <laughs> uh but yeah, it, was a, it was a good day yeah awesome what about you austin you, you doing anything fun no i don't ever do anything <laughs> fun i I should have known the no. answer to that. No, I've just been, uh, no, this is my long week, and on my long weeks, I don't really get to do a whole lot of anything. Because I am just I feel that. worn out. Like right now. Maybe maybe no more long weeks soon. Right? <sighs> no me. more long weeks. No more long necks. Yeah, they're gone. Cause, yeah, because they, they're dead. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no more tree stars. <laughs> Poor Littlefoot. Yeah, <sighs> that's such a. Anytime I hear the name Littlefoot, like I should get happy because it's such a good childhood memory. But I just remember being sad that whole movie. Dude, the the scene where spoiler yep. alert for like a very old movie, uh, the scene where Littlefoot's mom dies is like it hurts, bro. That that is peak emotion conveyed yep. through like animation because I will fucking get wrecked every time. It's like I look I find something to look at that's not the TV during that scene every time. It's like hmm, anything else. Look, damn, ceiling needs to be fixed. Yep, it's yep. like that's Look at all the scene. dust on, yep. on this. <laughs> like I'm, and then but you just hear the music and it's even worse. Yeah. It's uh I mean it's up there with Mufasa for me like Yep. That shit's Rough, God, move. Yeah, that's a good one too. Mufasa, saddest cinematic animation. No, what is it? Who makes, who makes Land Before Time? That's not Disney. That was, uh, it was a Universal production. Don Bluth was the animator mm. behind it. Okay, I was like, I, I don't. That just never came up to me before. Um, yeah, Don was, Bluth uh, used to do all kinds of stuff. He was the one behind that um, An American Tale. Uh, oh, Fievel. Yeah, Fievel. Yeah. Oh, uh, shit. That I was him. Uh, Land Before Time was him. Do you remember the, the other dinosaur movie, uh, We're Back? I don't think so. Let me look it up. It's literally called We're Back? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that oh, was We're also Back, a him. dinosaur story. What? 
What was the name of like the fuck, dude? I don't even know how to describe it. Oh, ah, shit! I know uh, this movie. What movie? You no, say uh, of? what was the name of the main like uh, female dinosaur from Land Before Time? Uh, Sarah. Is that the or one who's Ducky. dead? Did nasty no, shit? No. Yep. Fucking hell. <laughs> what? No, Ducky, uh, her original voice actress got strangled by yeah, her father. He, like, yeah, slaughtered um, the whole family, didn't he? Yep. Oh, I, I don't know about all that. Fire. Didn't she get s- set on huh? fire? What? D- what? Is that not... Wasn't it... Is it just strangulation, or was it I, something worse? I hope it's nothing worse. I didn't even know he strangled her. It was something. Gr- it was terrible. Yeah. He killed himself after that too, didn't he? Um. Uh. I'm like more 90. Than I'm pretty sure most that... people that do that do so. <laughs> this is weird. I don't like this anymore. Can we go? I don't want to be here. Can, can we go home? I don't can be we go home? Topic. I don't want to be here. Oh, all oh, right. So. Um. Well, speaking of killing people, <laughs> well, it said so. This is what it, so I was half right. Flammable liquid was poured on the bodies. Oh boy, yeah. So that's probably the worst like Hollywood story to me because just fucked I mean, up. it's 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 up there for yep. sure. You no, know, OG Chris Benoit. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know the oldest daughter in Poltergeist. Uh, let's let's Please. move on. Let's no, not let's keep end with that talking one. I want to hear it yeah. now. You've interest me. So, well, uh, this the same thing more or less happened to her, except it was her uh, oh. ex boyfriend. She was she was strangled in her driveway, um, damn. by her ex boyfriend. So, god damn, dude. Yep, Hollywood, you fucked up, bro. You're the worst. They, they are, they, they are pretty bad. Uh, Make the culture bop selects off of it. Uh, I don't know about that. A culture bop selects on how Hollywood sucks. Mm, actually, that would I would also be interested in that. Yeah, but like the violence and the horrors that go on behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yes. get, get kind I feel of like, like that's for an entirely different kind of podcast. Probably. Yeah. I, I I was out on the water today, and I was like, we could do like a true crime podcast. You know, okay, we, we're going to need to move on real quick. But one of the things that I have always wanted to do, I'm not even joking, since I since we started doing any of this stuff. I have always had the idea to do a sort of true crime podcast, but make all of it up. Oh, you have me hooked. Let's fucking talk about it. <laughs> Let's definitely talk about that. So that that's a that's a thing that I would I would sincerely enjoy doing. I Let's definitely talk about that. Let's just fucking move on because you you got me nodding, you got me in agreement. Like I am I am on board. I will drink that Kool Aid. Drink it up, sir. Yep. Austin, um, not invited. Austin, you can't have any of the cyanide Kool Aid. I'm sorry. Yep. 
your suffering is that you have to live on. Truly. Which is like the worst suffering that there is. Really. <laughs> That's true every day. Oh, <laughs> uh, that wasn't a jab at you, by the way, Austin. I was just talking about like existence. Just life. Yeah. Every day. Every day. He's also not here right now where he's muted one. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's why I just kept talking so we could, oh, my we Lord. could hide the fact that he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, with that said, uh, we were talking about murdering people. And I, I, I watched Barry season three. Um, what is Barry. Barry is the HBO show from Bill Hader and Alec Berg about a hitman who takes a job in LA. Uh, and while in LA, uh, his, well, so his target is in an acting class and, um, he has to, you know, track the guy down or whatever to find him. Uh, and he goes to the acting class and kind of gets hooked and is like, oh, this is this is incredible. I love this. I love acting. This is what I want to do. I don't want to be a hitman anymore. Um, and that's basically the, the premise of the show. Uh, but um, season three. Well, th- I, I don't remember if I've talked about the show before, but the first two seasons of the show, I think are some of the best television I've ever watched ever. Like just straight up. I think that those two seasons of TV are astounding. They're so good. Um, season three, I don't think quite hits that same bar, but it is still some of the best TV I've ever watched ever. Um, so the, the first two, uh, seasons really kind of like dig into that that idea of of the hitman wanting to like quit being a hitman to uh, like explore acting and this one does that less so and is more of a meditation on grief and uh i i think forgiveness is like the big theme that everybody can take away like i mean it's immediately in your face with the whole like um that that theme uh like the the first like i don't know maybe um minute of the first episode is like this guy who's literally, I, I, this isn't really a spoiler. Like I said, it it's the first minute of the first episode of season three. Uh, but the Barry is basically, he's got a guy digging his own grave, <laughs> more or less. And uh, the other guy, like the guy who I guess like hired him or whatever, is sitting there with him. And they're going over um, like everything. Like, uh, oh God. And, um, then Barry, I think he takes a phone call or something like that. And, uh, he turns around and the two guys are together and he's like, yeah, I don't want to go through with this anymore. And he was like, 
what do you what do you mean he's like i forgive him and then <laughs> it's like what <laughs> and so barry ends up having to kill them both because you know he can't he's been seen you know whatever um anyway so like that's the that's the big thing that i think you can immediately take away from the season but there are other uh things throughout here uh that are kind of like dealing with the consequences of your actions type thing um there's a lot of that in this season like a lot of the stuff going on with barry and his storyline in particular is him having to deal with the fact that he has been a hitman for the past you know however long and like the past kind of like catching up to you is a, is a big like running thing throughout the season and it is so well directed and acted and written on every front that like i i'm kind of amazed because i like i've always liked bill hader i've always thought he's really funny but like i never expected something like this to come from him and like i've gotten three of the best seasons of television that i've ever watched in my entire life and you know i i don't know what to what else to say about it i think it's excellent i think that everyone should watch it it's funny it is dark it is really dramatic there are there's some like really intense stuff in this show um I think it's great. So uh, check it out if you have HBO. Let's move on to Austin and whatever the hell Rory Dragon is. Me? Yeah. Uh, it's um, So Rory Dragon is a new manga that uh, debuted on Shonen Jump, I think, like three weeks ago, probably. I don't know. It's only got three chapters, so I think probably three weeks ago. Uh, and it's really cute. It's just a cute little slice of life uh, about uh, a young girl who wakes up one day and she has fucking horns coming out of her forehead. And she's like, yo, mom, what the fuck? What's going on? Why do I have horns coming out of my head? And her mom kind of plays dumb at first. She's like, oh, gee, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck that could be. So she sends her off to school anyway with literal dragon horns sticking straight out of her forehead. And uh, she's sitting in class and she feels like she has to sneeze. She's like, oh, shit, I got to sneeze. Except it's not a sneeze, and she accidentally blows fire on the back of somebody's fucking scalp, and just Beautiful. lights their head on fire. Like it. Um, but uh, then she goes home, and her mom's like, "Yeah, so you know why you haven't ever seen your dad in your whole life? It's because he's a dragon and lives isolated in the woods." There, everyone's just like, "Oh, okay, cool, that makes sense." And that's it. That's as far as the story's gotten so far, because it's only three chapters. But it's cute, and I like it. I don't know why I like it. There's nothing like. I don't, I couldn't recommend this to anybody because, like, I don't really, like, nothing interesting's happened yet. It's just a girl that woke up and found out she's half dragon. And it sounds like a cool concept, and I'm kind of stoked to see where it goes. Okay. Cool. Well, keep, I guess keep us uh, informed on no. so that. Yeah. TikTok. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> do that. I will. I will do that. <laughs> Uh, um, so, bef- I Josh, I I wanted to segue from Barry into I have 
cont- start. I, I took a break, but I started watching Ozark again. Almost, almost finished with the first season. I just wanted to nice. keep you updated. Yeah, I dude, oh, it got so good. Got so good, loving it. It is um, a very good show. Yeah, it's it's great, man. So, outside from that, I did because of you know thanks to it being on Disney Plus, I finally got to sit down and watch Multiverse of Madness. Um, I did. I I I wound up enjoying it. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I was apprehensive going into it because I've heard nothing but. I mean, truly mixed. There was, it's either people are on one side of the spectrum or the other on it. Like I've heard nothing in between. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, this is definitely a Sam Raimi movie. <laughs> like oh yeah. Every, everyone keeps saying that, and it's like, I, dude, there was some cheesy ass shit in this movie, but. I mean, I enjoyed it. I mean, in the moment, it kind of takes me out of it. Like, everything from fucking Zombie Strange winking at me to, like, this really... S- there was one part... Of, oh, just by the way, spoilers for the next few minutes. Uh, Multiverse Madness spoilers. Um, during this uh, fight towards the end of the movie, like, there's a slow motion sequence added... And it's the most overdramatic shit I have ever seen. And it's it's kind of fucking great. Like, there's just dramatic looks at the camera and stuff like that. It, it's it's kind of wonderful. It's definitely Sam Raimi's touch. Um, <clears throat> but, but kind of trailing off of that, like, what they were going for with this movie feels really, like, I would say psychological thriller slash horror inspired. Um, and I really kind of, like, it. and I hate to say this, but I wish Sam Raimi wasn't at the helm of this movie. Like, I would have really loved to see them hand this to someone who has experience in that field just to... I mean, like, the first person I thought of, I know it's weird, is, like, Jordan Peele, right? Like, I would love to see his take on, like, this dark, truly dark and gritty movie because this had some really messed up shit in it. Like, this had some pretty gruesome kills and I would and like I never had this feeling of being scared of Wanda but I wanted to like that's the one thing I was left with by the end of this movie was just wanting to feel scared like I get what they were going for and she is truly a force to be reckoned with but it's like I really just wanted to see like a like I wanted to have this anxiety and this build up but it was just never there for me um but moving on from that, it's... I mean, I had a good time through the movie. They call it the Multiverse of Madness, and that turned out to be... I think I think Justin a said it. A fucking like, lie? Yeah, it's <laughs> Multiverse of New York. I mean, that's what it is. It's We get to see different timelines, and cool, that's fine. But yeah, we, we really don't see much else aside from that. Um, I did enjoy the different variations of <laughs> New York that we got to see, but... You can't lead me up to think this is some gigantic multiverse movie and then give me, like, a few different iterations of the same place, most of which are, you know, the Sanctum or whatever from, you know, where they all guard and shit. Um, but it was, it was not exactly what I expected from a movie called Multiverse of Madness. Um, I enjoyed Strange himself. I think Benedict Cumberbatch does a great movie. Um, I think he he's truly sells the character for me. Um I liked all the different iterations we got, like uh, j- just seeing how their choices affected them in their timelines type of thing. 
I really liked the different perspectives that we got. And <clears throat> then just Wanda herself. Uh, Austin, have you seen it yet? No. So I'm not going to say that they didn't do her dirty. Um, it sucks that it came to how it did for this, especially after watching One Division. But it's like, I really enjoyed her character. I'm not going to lie. No. Like, as a villain, she is terrifying. Tell she you. is fucking scary. Um, and just how powerful she is. I, man, I don't know. I, I know people have their qualms or whatever, but I like how the end of it, it wasn't, I mean, it was a culmination of everything, you know, happening at once that kind of led to, I'm not going to say her downfall, but to her being, I guess in a, in, in like a moment of chaos, there's one instance where there's, there's a calm. And it was her other timeline self, like, kind of. So the the, the huge fight at the end, uh, and I'll get to her characters in a second. But America Chavez takes um, Wanda, and she she has them in this other universe where Wanda's kids are actually there. But so is that version of Wanda, and you know she's just this normal mom or whatever. So then you have the Scarlet Witch, like, this just just this scary, menacing thing coming into their timeline. And she's trying to talk to the kids like she's not this fucking demon who just entered out of their world. You know, kids are freaking the fuck out. And Wanda's going through all these different emotions or whatever. And she, you know, she's thrown the other versions of Wanda, like, to the side. She's hurt her or whatever. And the kids are freaking out over that, but it's like she gets back up, like the other multiverses, uh, the universe is Wanda. She gets up and she walks over to Scarlet Witch, who's like on her knees because she's defeated, because she's just horrified these kids away. Like she's understanding that, you know, she is the monster type of thing, and it's like that universe is Wanda. She's like, just know that they'll be loved or whatever. Um, like, know that they'll be taken care of it's like i think it's that moment in time where you kind of see scarlet witch our version of wanda coming to realize that she's never meant to have these kids like this this timeline for her no matter what she does she's just not meant to have these kids but i think she kind of took solace in the fact that in some universe out there or in most of the other universes out there like her kids are taken care of Mm -hmm. it was it was a sad realization and then at the end it's like she understood like the whole reason like she went down this path is because of the the dark hold the book that kind of had a a hold on her um so the only way to rid the world of that rid the universes of that was to just collapse it upon herself essentially and she picks up this gigantic mountaintop and she drops it on herself um and when she does that we see like this giant red explosion I'm not convinced she's dead I'm not convinced our version of Wanda is dead because it's like I kind of think a horrible truth that our the 616 Scarlet Witch Wanda has to come to terms with this she couldn't even kill herself if she wanted to like I think something in that moment happened where she's not dead there's no way 
I think it's like she's almost meant to suffer. <laughs> it's I I don't believe that was her truly dying right there. And maybe she did. Maybe I'm wrong. Um but I don't know. It it was good, man. And then the one th- the the one I really didn't touch on was uh America Chavez being introduced. I fucking loved her. Sochi Gomez did such a good job as uh America. I I didn't really know too much about her or the character. Um, I had to look her up after the fact. I'm excited to see where the character goes. I'm, I, dude, it was it was a good time. She really brought life to the movie. I think her and Benedict uh, worked well together. Um, great time, man. There, there's a lot of things I didn't touch on, but I would recommend it. And it's on. I mean, if you have Disney Plus, give it a shot. It was a good movie. All right. Well, uh, you know, I think some people are very wrong about Doctor Strange uh, and Multiverse of Madness. Uh, I, you said you didn't think that there were a lot of people that were like middle of the road. I think it's a very middle of the road movie. And I think that like a lot of people are upset because it's not worse than they wanted it to be <laughs> or not better than they wanted it to be. Yeah. But no, I was I was very much uh, I w- I was whelmed. I enjoyed it exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, um, uh, but it, it just it did make me realize that I still need to go back and I need to watch Miss Marvel. I need to watch Moon Knight. Like it's just like you start watching shit like this and like had I not watched the What If series, I'd have been like, what? The- oh, I didn't talk about him. Just real quick. Fucking John Krasinski is Reed, dude. Oh, I need it. I need it. They got to bring him back. Like it was everything that I wanted. I loved his demeanor. Like, Sabrina didn't even realize that was John Krasinski who plays Jim because it was just like, he did that good. Like, I don't know how she didn't realize it, but then I was like, you know, it's Jim, right? And she was like, huh? <laughs> That's just crazy. Like, you know, his entire face and everything. But uh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he is a handsome man, by the way. Very you know they only casted him for that because of how many fans wanted it? Okay, well, shut the fuck up, because now it has to happen forever, because if it doesn't, I will be very upset. Every other multiverse counterpart looks like the exact same. So if that wasn't them being like, hey, here's Reed Richards, physical harm to myself. Spider-Man doesn't look the same. Spider-Man's fucking stupid. It's the worst superhero that's ever existed. Okay, guys. (laughs) Okay. That's Uh, my favorite superhero, dude. Come on. Well... Even still, that's not a funny joke. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, hey, that's too far. Suicide jokes, domestic violence, fine. But the second you say Peter Parker is the worst superhero, that's where we draw the line. 100%. This is true. Uh, All right. So it is with that said uh, that we should probably go ahead and get into our topic of the show. Probably. This is the the check-in, much like our first check-in back in, uh, was it March? The end of March? Uh, we're going to take a look at the year thus far. We're going to take a look at our uh, challenge and see where we all stand on the challenge. Um, and uh, and some other things, you know, updates, you know, whatnot. So, yeah. So, challenge. Where do we stand, uh, everybody? No, where do you guys stand? I know where I stand. <laughs> I'm two right. out of ten. Uh, I am 
I am technically three out of ten, but one oh, okay. of them I'm not so counting anymore. because, uh, you know, I, I want to complete the game fully, not just uh, the first chapter, as it were. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm at I'm at three out of ten for myself. Um, I think I think I'm six out of ten. Yeah. Damn. With uh, Stardew being beaten. Was that yeah? So, uh taken taken a bit of a hiatus here in the past few weeks though, because I've been doing a lot of Apex. Now I'm doing a lot of another game. Now and so, but I am playing uh, the Last of Us Part Two in my like downtime whenever I'm just kind of chilling in the bedroom or whatever. Playing that, so that's going to be seven. Then I have uh, what is that? I have fucking three more. I know one was a roguelite, the other is like episodic adventure, and I can't remember. Oh, first person shooter. So yeah, that's an easy, that's an easy last three mm-hmm. for me. Um, so question for Austin: Have you have you given up? <laughs> me? Yeah. Have, no. have you given up? Are you sure? No. Do you? I mean, when do you see yourself devoting time to the challenge? Um. Soon. No, I'm just kidding. Um, actually, honestly, that's kind of what I want to do next week. Uh, I uh, look. Josie has a summer camp next week, and I was like, "Oh no, who's gonna take her and pick her up every day?" I guess I should put a week vacation in. <laughs> so I did for no fucking reason. So I've got all the time in the world next week, baby. Hell yeah, man! There I mean, you are you? I feel like you say that, and then you're just gonna go play something else. <laughs> he said, I feel like you say that, but then you're just going to go do your fifth playthrough of Persona 5. No, I'll right. wait till the PS5 yeah, upgrade to do upgrade. that. See, um, it's just, you're there, man. You're, you're so close. Well, and, and it's like now, uh, especially that we've kind of modified the rules a little bit. So yeah, my about that. What? Boys, can we really still call this a challenge? If we're just bending the rules every time that we don't want to do something, kind of. Yes, it was like beating ten different genres. Like That's we true. just added the extra step of like calling the games, but then it's like we're still beating ten different genres. Which that is was true. Like the core concept. And I, I mean personally, I don't know about you guys, but I am like I'm still doing games that I've never played. I've well, not never yeah. played, but never finished. Same. That's, I mean, it would be something else if I was like, maybe we should reduce it to five games and then. Yeah. You know, I get what you're saying, but it's like. Some, I mean, I don't have any ambition to play some of those games that I chose earlier in the year. I just. See, really my, my thing was when I made my list, I like kind of hurried to make my list, make my list because I'm pretty sure I made it like an hour before we recorded that episode. Well, that seems accurate. And so. <laughs> So I thought about it like the week before and then I wrote it down and then I, cause I I don't know why I didn't use my phone like a fucking adult. I I literally used a piece of paper and a fucking marker. Um, and then I lost it and I couldn't find it. So then like an hour before we were recording, I was like, fuck, what were they? And so I just like wrote shit down that came to my brain cause I was like, oh, this sounds right. This sounds like what I did. And like I, same thing with Dylan. Like I picked a lot of games that I just don't really fucking care to play. Um, just kind of because I was, I was, I felt like I was rushing because I fucked myself and lost that original list. The original my, list was fire. 
My issue is that I feel like in the in the moment I did want to play a lot mm-hmm. of those games that I initially chose, but as the year progressed, it's like not only do I not want to play those games, but there are games coming out this year that fit that category that are mm-hmm. you know within the genre, and it's like I would rather play that and then have more to talk about at the end of the year. Um, but <laughs> I mean, That's I don't true. know. I guess I guess. Is it the exact challenge we started off with? Not entirely, but the core premise is still there to me. Like, ten different genres or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go for more than that, too. Like, just because I do want to play more. Especially towards the end of the year when all of our games are finally out. Like, I feel like I feel like ten genres is like, I'm going to hit it, and then I'm going to do a few more, too. Hopefully. We'll see. Yeah. I, and, like, I'm only, cha- like, I'm, I think I'm only changing, like, two on my list, maybe. Yeah. At the most three, but the majority of the list that I originally picked is staying the same. Because I mean, they they are still games that I still want to finish. Yeah. Like uh uh like Catherine, I still I I I don't know what's stopping me, but I I still want to finish Catherine really fucking bad. Um, it's just other shit has been catching my attention, and then I I wanted to take Halo off the list just because I. Fuck, dude, I just don't want to play that shit. Or not Halo, uh, Valhalla. I, mean, I just <laughs> forgot fuck about that. Valhalla. Yeah. I'm good. I don't want to play that. I and then, <clears throat> I don't know. I might change Forza. I don't know. I might just fucking tough it out and play it. The racing one's probably, yeah, I mean, if you're going to stick that to one's the racing game, you might as well do Forza and enjoy yourself. Yeah, I like. I was like, oh, what can I do that would be... Because, like, at first, I was like, damn, Forza's a long game, like... Can I find a game that's going to be way quicker? And then I was like, like, like what? Like, what am I going to play? Fucking Sonic Rivals? Like, no, I'm good. I, I, fuck that. I'm good. So I'll probably just stick with Forza and tough that shit out. I, I mean, it's not like I don't like Forza. I, I really enjoy it. It's just, I just don't really have the drive to play it. So, so what do you think, Josh? Core concept still there. Ten different genres. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, you... Either way, I think you guys outvote me on on whether or not anything needs to change. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I I don't want to say that it would be up to me because it it really wouldn't be. Um, well, just like I mean, just like in general, like I mean, you just feel like the I mean, we should go with the ten games that we initially chose. I don't necessarily think that. Uh, I just I am. <laughs> worried about the integrity of the the concept <laughs> I mean like any of us have any integrity get out of here I feel like we That's don't but saying, like I bro. said like had had I had I completely gone away from the 10 different genres I think it would be something to question but I mean it's still there and I've absolutely not made it easier on myself um, well, this no, because, I mean, w- we'll see. Between Returnal and Cult of the Lamb, I don't know. Like, I mean, those are still, I'm sure one of, you know, Returnal's probably going to be the harder game, but um, I don't know. Still 10 different genres. And I'm worried about Austin at this point because man's, hey, don't man's worry 2 about out me. of 10. I, I always worry about you, be quite That's honest sweet. with you. But Nobody else does. I, I can tell from the part of the. <laughs> show that didn't get recorded i can absolutely tell that you need a hug now and then every Uh, now and then this is true 
and, and there's still shit in this year that I gotta play that's not on the challenge. Like... I yeah. mean, like, you know, stuff like Hogwarts Legacy, I hope, is coming out. Um, yeah, totally fair. Totally fair. Yeah. And for me, like, uh, one of the games on my list was uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, mm-hmm. I will be changing that one because I have been on the last mission of Three Houses for, like, four months, and I don't know what the fuck I did wrong in this playthrough, but I, I can't do it. Like, I, I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but I just cannot beat that last mission, and I just don't even want to fucking play that game anymore. This shit has pissed me off so bad for the last four that? fucking months. Huh? What is what is fire? Uh, uh, what tactical kind of RPG. Is, is that what triangle strategy is? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, do yourself a favor. But that's also what Digimon Survive is. Oh. And I'm buying that and playing that day one anyway. Of course you are. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. I forgot about your... Uh, but no, it's just so long, and I'll leave it. I mean, you know, throw us, throw us a message in the Discord. Like, if you think the 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 integrity of the challenge has been compromised, then I'm not gonna say that I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that I'm gonna go back and add Minecraft to the list or fucking Halo Infinite. But you know, I'll at least read the input. <laughs> just call us a bitch in the Discord. Yeah, that's fine. Get it out of your system. Yeah. Well, um. Yeah. Yeah. I guess uh, I guess we should move on. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, do you have something else to add? No, I don't. Okay. Okay. All right, game of the year. Oh God. So do we far, have like do we have to say it? I mean, I I don't think that there's any any real question as to no. what we all would be. I picking. don't think there's a contest. Yeah. It's Elden, Elden Ring. Ring. Absolutely. Elden Ring by a mile. Um, yep. Okay. I mean, nothing. Nothing comes close. And I there's some good games coming out this year. I don't think any of them are going to touch Elden Ring. I don't either. Even the games that I'm like super excited for, I don't think I'm gonna enjoy them anywhere near as much as I did Elden yep. Ring. Yeah. No, I don't. I mean, even with. The games that I'm excited for coming out, Pokemon's coming out, God of War's coming out, Horizon Forbidden West is already out. I don't think any of them touch Elden Ring. Mm-mm. I I think it's going to be a really long time before I get another game that made me feel the way Elden Ring made me feel. So, that's easy, right? That's That's Usually, like, we're all clamoring at the end of a year to be like, last year... No, we didn't. Un- oh, we did. Well, I mean, I we wouldn't say you. I, yeah, I wouldn't say we unanimously agreed, but we all came to like a compromise. Uh, uh, yeah, mutual understanding. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely what not what happened the first year. Yeah, no, that was some you know bullshittery backstabbery gaslighting stuff like that in the first sure. year, and that's that is to be expected. Um, um but this is year. It- uh, yeah, it sh- it should be. That's normal for podcast Josh's. Uh, Josh's <laughs> podcast yeah, Josh's. M- I was trying to gaslight him there, and then I I remember the thing about how by the end of the podcast, uh, the podcast run will be able to speak fluent English. I'm still getting there. Yeah, um, same, same. Still yeah, figuring it's okay. it out. Okay, work in progress. Um, but this is the first year where we're actually going into it, and it's like we're all like, yeah, there's no question. It's it's it is this game. Nothing comes close. Yeah, at least until later in the year, 
because uh, some of us may feel differently. You or me? Um, no, no, not net. I, I'm just oh, saying. Oh, I thought you had just a game in general. Mind that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think at the end of the day, like I, I, I that's what I do think is going to happen. I do think that it's going to be one of the. Uh, that's going to be the one. Mm-hmm. But um, it's going to be. I, I mean, there are things that I, I'm sure that, like, Austin, right? Digimon yeah. Survive. I mean, I understand. I mean, yeah. I was, I was going to be like, Austin, I swear to God, if you like that game more than Elden Ring, but it's I get it. It's, it's, that's something so, you've been waiting for for a long time. The thing about that is I definitely think that, I mean, well, if the game's even fucking good in the first place, uh, I definitely think that there's a chance for something like Digimon Survive to be like my personal game of the year. Um, but when it comes to overall what game I think was better the entire year, it, it's more than likely still going to be Elden Ring. Yeah, I, well, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, I, I think that, like, at the end of the, it, for each individual person, I think that there is definitely going to be something that will be said oh, at, yeah. by at least one of us that will maybe true, man, come in because- close. If you look at last year, Ratchet and Clank was my game of the year through the entire year. Then I played Guardians at the end of the year, and it changed everything. Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm not saying that it's going to end up where we're all like unanimously like um, stray as game of the year, but, <laughs> yeah. but I, I do think that there is more, uh, I guess, nuance to the to the conversation than maybe. I don't want to say maybe we were letting on, but definitely mm-hmm. there's more there. You know what I mean? There's For a sure. lot of contenders. There, I mean, truly, uh, this year that could, that could shake up the formula a little bit. There's a lot of things I'm excited for. Hell yeah. Yeah. That was supposed to be a segue. Well, uh, you know, I'm getting there or whatever. Um, but uh, we have a lot of games left throughout the rest of the year mm-hmm. um and uh i know for a fact that there are at least 10 or 15 that each of us is looking forward to so um oh, for sure. what do we uh I, I i guess i want to take the check everyone's pulse in regards to uh what we're looking forward to in terms of the um um the remainder of the year. Hmm. I think number one for me, because it's so close is stray. Mm-hmm. Um, we are, we are very close to launch on that. Yeah. That's this, and uh, upcoming month, right? It is. I feel yep. like it's less than a month away now, which is great. And by the time this podcast airs, it'll be even closer. So, um, that's the, that's the one that's soonest. It's something that, we've had in the uh like all the tournament brackets for us to play this year and stuff and it makes it high on everyone's list but it inevitably gets beaten one way or the other this was always going to be played by me i think the premise is super cute um it looks like a cool stealth based game in like a neon city i like it man like it's 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 gonna be a good time i hope i don't think it's gonna be game of the- it looks like it's gonna be a really short game mm-hmm. i feel like 
I don't, sure. I don't expect too I concur. Much yeah. I don't expect like a 40 hour campaign no, out of that bitch. Yeah. I'd be that'd be sweet, you know, but uh, I don't think it's happening. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's true, right? Like can you really enjoy Can you really play as a cat a doing cat? puzzles for 40 hours? <laughs> And make it enjoyable the whole forty hours, right. dude. Ten or fifteen tops. Yeah, I would take it. Yeah, just just give me a good even time, twenty. You know, twenty's you know, pushing I, it, but I take twenty. Yeah, I'll take twenty. It's like I need to see some day to day cat rituals in here. You know, like sh- you think they're going to introduce anything like cleaning yourself or like chasing oh, mice God. to feed yourself so you don't die. Pro- uh, the mice thing definitely. The cleaning yeah. themselves no, because I feel like that there's a very small minority <laughs> of people that would make that weird. Oh, oh, hundred so percent. I didn't not. even think of that, man. Well, you have to. You have to I think just, about that. I did. Like when I meant cleaning yourself, I just meant like as yeah, like a pastime you, animation. God you know damn it! That's you know what you did. No, I didn't know what I did. <laughs> Why? I don't know how I didn't think of that as the words came out of my mouth. But you, you definitely took me there, brother. I did. I appreciate that. Uh, Thanks awesome for doing that, Austin. Awesome. Yeah, you fucking. Um. So, goddamn degenerate. Are we are we naming off like all three, or are we just doing one and going back and forth, or what are we doing here? Uh, let's. Uh, I mean, we can go back and forth. That's okay. how we usually do things. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, we share. So probably the game that I'm least. Or, well, no, it's still, I mean, it's still in the top three, but the lowest of the three uh, is a really surprising one that got announced yesterday that kind of caught me off guard, and that is uh, Ultimate Kaiju Monster Rancher. What the yeah. fuck? It, it was revealed yesterday. Uh, it's uh, it, it's not going to be localized, um, so it was only in the Japanese and, like, Asian region uh, of the Nintendo Direct yesterday. Um, but have either of you guys ever heard of the Ultraman franchise? No. Heard of it? Uh, I've never seen it. Okay. It's, it's like a, it's, it's kind of like Japan's Power Rangers almost, mm-hmm. kind of. And I, I actually am like 90% sure that's what Power Rangers is based off on in the first place. Um, Not accurate. Really? Well, I know Power Rangers comes from Super Sentai, but yeah. I didn't know if Super Sentai was based off of Ultraman, because I know oh. Ultraman came out in, like, the 50s or 60s. Yeah, good call. May- you might be right on that one. Yeah, I know my Japanese shit, sir. That's... <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, Ultimate Kaiju Monster Rancher is essentially just a Monster Rancher uh, and Ultraman-like crossover game. You, like raise and train and compete with these fucking kaijus and it i i don't know to me it looks cool i'm into that kind of shit and i'm i'm pretty stoked about it i hate that i'm gonna have to fucking import it though it's just gonna cost probably like a hundred bucks easy hundred bucks easy it's not terrible, right? Like, the game itself, 100 plus shipping and all that? Or collecting? Uh, after shipping, well, so I think Play Asia kind of factors in the shipping with the purchase, with the price itself. After taxes, they usually come out to uh, a brand new, like, full price switch release. Uh, on Play Asia, after taxes, usually comes out to, like, $86, $87. That's not bad. Something like that. So, I mean, it's not terrible. You're basically playing, like, what, like,. You're basically paying $25 for, like, importing. And that's not yeah. awful. Um, the uh, And the only reason I'm even able to import the game in the first place is uh, 
even though the Japanese version of the game is exclusively Japanese, the they confirmed after the direct that the Asian release will be fully supported in in uh, English. So I'll still be able to understand what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, I was I was curious because I don't think I could na like blindly navigate my way through that. No, most most games that are I, I mean at least for the Switch, most Switch games that uh don't get localized they usually have an asian release and probably like seven out of ten times they'll have english subtitles nice so very cool um i i you you took the wind out of my sails uh initially stray was was my was my big one um but uh have you guys heard of i I believe the name is Sea of Stars. It might be Ocean of Stars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I am very excited for this. Uh, I think it looks incredible. Uh, it's from the same people who did The the Messenger. Uh, I am not as big a fan of that uh, as a lot of people are because I'm, I'm just not a, a big fan of like those old-school Ninja Gaiden-type games. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I am very much uh, excited for this one. It looks like it's a sort of old-school JRPG turn-based yep. thing, which is right up my alley. So, I know it comes out this year. Does it have, like, a trajectory of what quarter? Uh, it says it says holiday, so I'm assuming December. Uh, but I can't be 100% sure. So no, that one I actually remember. It looked really good. I hadn't heard about it, or maybe I haven't. I just don't remember it. But I looked it up, and I'm excited for that now too. Yeah, yeah. It looks really, cool. really good. It's really yeah, pretty. Need, yes, it's pretty, and we need more classic style games like that. Oh, for like, sure. I feel like people think that. I, I hope that devs don't think that we don't want stuff like that anymore because I still think that speaks to not only the older generation. Like, you know, us. <laughs> but I, I don't want to say kids, right? But, like, the people who are newer to playing video games, like, they need to experience stuff like that, too. Like, that's... Oh, yeah, 100%. Sure. Yeah. It's... it's We don't need everything to be the biggest, baddest, best-looking Unreal Engine 5 graphics. Like, gaming came from this, and it can still be fun, and it can run really well. Oh, yeah. And it's just a, like an art style in a different direction that does not need to be lost to the ages because, you know, people think that we, we just, like I said, need the biggest and baddest stuff. We don't. <laughs> like, let, let's keep this style around for as long as possible. Holy shit, dude. I'm, like, watching. Oh, yeah. I, had, I, for, I didn't know it was even coming out this year. I remember it, though. Yeah. It's supposed to be December. Or, well, it's supposed to be holiday. So I'm yeah. hoping I'm hoping December. But we'll see. We'll see. I've been like watching the trailer as we've been uh, talking, and fuck, dude. Like, guys, this... I'm a, I'm a, I'm a stop you real quick. Why? Apparently, I've lost sound. So hold on, just one second. Oh no. I see you guys are talking. Hold on. Hurry up. He can't hear that. Hurry the fuck up. Full of all kinds of technical issues tonight. Dude, this game looks really like pretty. Yeah. Like, I really like the art style a lot. Holy I am fuck, dude. very excited for the game. Fuck yeah. And it's coming out on Switch? Ugh. Love that. 
Is okay. it? I'm here. It's not an exclusive, is it? Uh, I think it's on Steam and Switch at the moment. Mm, I, okay. I could be wrong. Let me, I mean, let me look. Is it called Sea of Stars? Sea of Stars, yeah. It is Sea of Stars. Okay. Let me see. Sea of Stars game. I know for, I know for a fact it's coming to the Switch. Uh, yeah, the Switch and Steam right now. Also, before we move on, a little forewarning, my audio might be kind of fucked up because it's starting to rain really, really hard, and my game room used to be a porch, so these walls are really, really thin. Okay. So when that shit starts coming down hard, it's, uh, it's going to get loud, and there's just, there's not really anything <laughs> I can I can do about that. This is, this is fucking cursed episode right now. Seriously. No, dude, I hate it. Something, like, I don't know, did you guys hear me at all? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, I'm sorry, because all of a sudden I was talking about, like you know art direction and how it should never end and then no one said anything and i'm like this is really fucking awkward right now oh, <laughs> then i look boy. over and both of you are saying shit and i'm like what is happening oh, and then now austin's fucking monsoon's happening oh, dude, yeah it's coming down hard is it raining hard over by you josh uh i don't know i'm down in my little oh, dungeon <laughs> he's down in the <laughs> you got one of those huh yeah, yeah. sick have to come over. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. No. See it, dude. Okay. Yeah. Is that where we ended? Because. Yeah. I, yeah. I think so. I don't fucking know to be honest. Who's yeah. Dylan. Uh, me. What did we talk about? So we talked about straight. Uh, Josh. I hope I didn't take two s- s- sales away. <laughs> uh, Cult of the Lamb. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You did. <laughs> I love all these games you guys are throwing out, though, because fuck, Cult of Lambs is another one that I am yeah. unexpectedly looking forward to. So, Josh, if, I mean, would you rather, you're the one that introduced me to this. You, I no, had no, no you, idea you go, what this You go was. right ahead, sir. Yeah, man. He I'm said, just... You go right ahead, bitch boy. <laughs> right ahead, thief. <laughs> um, no, Col- it just looks so good, dude, and... I, I, I'm very glad that you said anything at all about it because it I had no idea this even existed. Yeah. Um and this is this is again, this one's kinda soon. This one comes out in uh August, I think. Uh yeah, but I think so. It just looks like man, like I need more roguelites like this. And this is uh this is what's gonna be re- replacing Returnal for me. Um like I know it this is like a really weird comparison but it kind of slightly reminds me of castle crashers in a way but in like this really cute yet demonic like (laughs) you know uh goat and lamb way it's just it looks good man i need more games like this i need more unique art styles and i think that's kind of what we talked about in the like the recap of all that news we got is Mm -hmm. there's so many cool games with great art direction coming out. Sea of Thieves is one of them. Cult of the Lambs another. You know, even looking at Stray, it's a beautiful game too. Um, it's different than all the ones that we're talking about. Neon White, um, Justin has been absolutely raving about mm-hmm. Neon White in the Discord and in my Twitch channel. Mm-hmm. Um, like while I'm playing World of Warcraft, he's like, hey, this is really cool. You know what would be better? Anything but Neon <laughs> White would be the best. Um so and I get that, but Neon White, super unique art style and art direction too. So, mm-hmm. um, a lot of cool games and stuff like that. But Neon Cult White of the Lambs, really it does. I told him so. 
um, the first video of my current playthrough of a game that I'm doing that's coming to YouTube will be up within the next 48 hours. Oh, sick. And then after I finish this playthrough, like Justin, Justin kept recommending it. I'm like, dude, I might do Neon White as the next like video game playthrough I do on uh, uh, YouTube or something like that. Just because he, I mean, he, I, he doesn't really advocate for games like this unless they are just brilliant. So I'm thinking about giving it a shot too. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, Cult of the Lamb coming out very soon. Um, that's 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 my that's my second most excited game. I think. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Austin? Um, it's me, right? Yeah, I think yep. so. Um, this is really hard because I thought of two games to take the number two slot. Because uh, I'm kind of, I'm just equally stoked about both of them. Um, <clears throat> the first one being Xenoblade Three. I'm fucking I. I love Xenoblade 2. I didn't when I played the remaster of the first one that came out in 2020. I think I, I couldn't really get into the first one, or not anywhere near as much as I love the second one. Um, and I'm it's very anime mech fucking combat, and it it, it looks super super fun. Uh, and the next one, the one it was tied with, is the uh, JoJo remaster All Star Battle. Uh, I I love anime fighters, and I love JoJo, and that's all it needs to be. Um, I bought, uh, fuck, what's, uh, there's a PS4 JoJo title. Um, it's like a 2v2 fighting game. I think it's called, like, Eyes of Heaven or something like that. I bought it a couple weeks ago when it went on sale, because uh, I think it dropped down to, like, four ninety nine. and I was like, fuck yeah, let me go ahead and grab that. Because uh, when it's not on sale, it's still 60 bucks, and I'm not fucking, I wasn't going to pay $60 for that fucking shit. And I'm glad I didn't, because I really don't fucking like the game at all. Um. <laughs> I just, it, I don't know, it feels weird. It, it feels like a watered-down Storm 4, and it just doesn't feel good. Um, but all JoJo All-Star, I am, I am very fucking pumped for. I am hyped. I never got to play the original. Uh, the original came out on PS3, and I never got to play it, so I'm stoked to play this remaster. Uh, apparent, I haven't looked into it too much, but I, I have seen like YouTube thumbnails where... Uh, they're apparently like this is gonna be more than just a simple remaster. They're adding a lot of extra shit that just wasn't in the original. Um, a lot of the shit they're kind of keeping secret on and not really talking too much about. Like I think there's still, uh, I think with the remaster they were adding like six or eight characters. And I mean we're entering July now. The game's only like I think it's early September. It's only two months away, and there's still four or six more characters that uh, weren't in the original title that we haven't seen yet. I'm really stoked to see who they pick for that. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. I don't, know, I don't know what to say. With all of the games I'm excited for and I don't like they're, it. They're all anime? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Even Xenoblade 3. Good lord. Uh... <laughs> So the next uh, the next thing that I have on my list, uh, I actually didn't know about until uh, Skillup's um, indie game showcase video came out. Uh, was it two weeks ago, a week ago, something like that. Um, but it, he he demoed like a bunch of games that were on Steam Fest or whatever, and um, 
This one came up and immediately I was like, this is beautiful. Uh, it's a game called Ghost Song. And it is a Metroidvania um, that has a very, very strong art style. Very atmospheric. Like, just, it looks stunning. Um, I'm not sure how it's supposed to play or anything like that. Um, other than, you know, it's a, it's a Metroid, uh, Vania, but it, it looks incredible. Um, I, I don't really get excited by Metroid Vanias anymore in terms of like what they can do differently in, in the genre. Cause they're all kind of at the end of the day, the same game, you know what I mean? But like when you give me something that's dripping with this much style and like atmosphere, I'm immediately into it. So this was one that immediately caught my eye and I was like, this looks incredible. This is something that like I am, uh, 100% on board with. And, uh, it also is really interesting cause it was made by one guy. So, uh, I'm very much, uh, looking forward to this one. I think it looks really, really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know about it until the, uh, you just told me it looks great. It does look pretty looks, sick. Yeah. Um, we'll see. So, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I am just... A, don't sound <laughs> I so enthused. To, <laughs> I was typing in the midst of it, so that sounded <laughs> a lot more uh, callous than it could have been. Um no, my last one, just assuming it comes out this year, they say that it is uh, Hogwarts Legacy. I mean, it's, I think, what was the first one I chose, Stray? So this mm-hmm. is the only, like, true AAA game that I think I've, I've talked about so far. Um, I, I, I need it, man. <laughs> it. So we keep talking about, um, like, art direction and stuff, and this is something, like, when I imagine, like, playing the world of Harry Potter, this is this is what I imagine that I would be in. Um, I'm excited that it's like branching off from a from a a new perspective. Like you're just this, you know, brand new student attending the school and we get to experience a new story, but the gameplay looks so good, dude. The gameplay it's like the world is thriving. Like I'm happy that we get to go attend classes and stuff like that. Like it's I remember playing I think my favorite like a thousand gamer score that I ever got out of a game was from Hogwarts, uh, not Hogwarts, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, and it was just, it was just like I really enjoyed like all the different school aspects of the game, like not some because it's fucking it was based off the movie. I watched the movie, I know what happens, like you know it's like m- movie like video game releases for movies like how those used to go in tandem they were always awful but this one was actually really good because you got to like explore and thrive within hogwarts and this looks like it does the same thing but just on a much more i mean vast scale and just absolutely beautiful like i'm ready to see how alive the world actually is the different creatures that we'll get to meet you know the different classes and the professors and you know overall you know the the uh like the enemies and stuff like that that we'll encounter too the only thing that has put me off thus far was maybe the combat didn't look as intuitive as i wanted it to but we'll see i mean it 
it's only a matter of time. I hope it's 2022, but um, fingers crossed because this is, I feel like this is the one like kind of like we, we were just talking about. This would be the one to give Elden Ring a run for its money for me if it lives up to my hype. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know that studio. Uh, I don't know them like incredibly well, but I know like um, who they are. Uh, and they used to work on the Disney Infinity stuff, um, which is, I, man, people can like say whatever they want about the Toys of Life stuff, but like the Disney Infinity stuff kind of ruled. Like it, it, was, it was more fun than it had any right being. Yeah. So, um, I think that uh, they have some some decent enough chops to make this into something worth everyone's time. Um, not just, you know, for kids or Harry Potter fans. So we'll see. Okay. We will, man. Like I just, I can't put my excitement out there enough. I, I have faith in the studio and it, it looks like a good time. So make, make me happy. <laughs> you know, avalanche, please. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin, what about you? What's your number one most anticipated? Uh, well, fucking, before we go to that, I was gonna say when we were talking about Harry Potter, um, I, like, I actually actively want to play that game, even though I know nothing about Harry Potter. I just think it looks fun. Are you the one that's never read the books or watched the movies? Uh, I've watched the first two movies. I've never read the books, and I've never watched any of the movies after that. Which movie is the one that has the giant snake at the end? That's the Chamber of Secrets. And which number is that one? Uh, two. Okay, so yeah, I've seen the first two. Josh, did you read the books, watch the movies? Uh, read the books. Oh, well, uh, and, and and watched the movies. I Okay. I don't know why Ooh. I said read the books. I was about to say, like, that hit me after you said it and then didn't follow up. It was like one of those dot, dot, dot moments. I'm like, the film man Josh has not seen the Harry Potter movies? Um, no, I was just wondering. That's, that's crazy to me because I, I wonder what the... Uh, what's the, like the statistic is on that like how many people have seen the movies read the books grown up with harry potter mm-hmm. you know stuff like that like in like when i talk to people from england and stuff it's like that's ingrained in their culture like that's that's just very much it's you know harry potter is within that culture so i wonder like over here what that dynamic is too and then i wonder in people like austin situation people who have never seen the movies never read the books like i wonder what their their excitement level is for something like this too it's kind of curious what Mm -hmm. made you so um, what has you intrigued with the game itself i just think it looks pretty yeah i mean i can't even fault you i know that's a default answer but it's like i mean yeah i know it is too but i just i i think it looks really pretty i the combat doesn't look like super super interesting but i definitely feel like i mean to me at least the few trailers that we have gotten of the game it looks like very early game combat um so i'm kind of hoping it's you know it's one of those that kind of grows and changes as you progress um, yeah. which I'm sure it fucking will. It's an RPG, right? So I'm sure right. it fucking will. And that's the thing that I have hope for because all the other games, like I was just talking about, um, like the the ones that went in tandem with the movie releases, all the combat was stale. 
Like oh, it was yeah. nothing. It was not remarkable whatsoever. But that's you know you're right. This is an RPG. That's why I have more faith that hopefully you can branch out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, the combat that they showed in that gameplay reveal not that long ago, it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna bring content to show your viewer base something new for the first time, you should probably bring your A game. And it looked yeah. like they brought like their B minus game. Yeah, the combat wasn't. I mean. I, I... I can't really say anything about games having not-so-good combat because my favorite game of all time is Fallout New Vegas. So I feel like I don't... I feel like I can't talk shit about a game's combat because all Fallout combat is just buggy and clunky as shit. And we also play Pokemon every year. Uh, this is true. Yep. This is very true. Um... But I mean, yeah, I'm. It's not like it's not a game that I'll pick up day one, but definitely uh, within the first couple months of it being out, once I catch it on sale, it, I'll pick it up and give it a shot. Cool, cool. All right. Well, uh, what's up next for you, Austin? Or wait, was no, that was Dylan. We we're talking about yeah. Hogwarts. Yeah. So yeah, what's up next for you? My uh, fucking and you know it. I feel weird saying this because, like, I know that there are a lot of, like, really good, like, high-budget AAA games, like, coming out this year or have come out, or that have come out this year, but I, I'd still, that, the game I'm most excited for is Digimon Survive. I've been waiting on this game for, like, four fucking years, dude. Um, me and Madison talked about it the other night when we, um, or not the other night, a couple weeks ago when they dropped that first, like, big full trailer. Uh, I think IGN released it first. Uh, kind of showing the release date and everything like I'm watching it the whole time and Madison looks over and like my jaw is literally open like I, I think that this game looks incredible and I think the concept sounds incredible and she was like you know she was like we've been together for almost like seven years and she was like I have never seen you watch the Pokemon reveal and like I, I she was like you get excited but you don't get that excited you don't like fucking melt at the brain like you did when you just watched that and I was like well yeah so just as much as Pokemon has always been a part of my life like Digimon has also always been there I've always watched the TV shows I've always you know had the toys as a kid and, and but like we like we get a Pokemon game once a fucking year. Like, do you, how, do you know how often we get a Digimon game? Because it's not that fucking often. Um, the last one to come out before this was Hacker's Memory in January of 2018. And then the last one before that was the first Cyber Sleuth in, like, 2014? 2014, 2015? So, like, we don't... I'm going to be more excited for this because, I, I like I said, I get a Pokemon game once a year. It's... I don't get Digimon games as often, and especially this is the first time. Uh, Digimon games usually only ever have two genres, unless it's like a weird like fighting game spinoff that every fucking game franchise does. Um, and the only two genres it ever really does is like the kind of like I guess life simulator. I don't uh, life simulator. I don't know how else you would describe like the original Digimon world. Um, and then along with Pokemon, the other genre it does is turn-based RPGs. And this is the first time we're getting this kind of uh, Fire Emblem, like, tactical RPG-style combat. And it looks really, it, it, to me, it looks really fucking awesome. Uh, I think I said something in the group chat a couple weeks ago that this is uh, the second time ever 
in any Digimon game that it has used these specific uh, evolution mechanics where instead of evolving and that Digimon kind of stays at that higher evolution, uh, you evolve in battle when you meet certain conditions and they degenerate back to their uh, rookie or kid levels like at the end of the fight. That the only other time that's ever happened was uh, Data Squad on the PS2 and nobody remembers that game because it was fucking terrible. Um, so I'm I'm super excited to have that cool mechanic back because it, it's it it makes the game feel more immersive because you know growing up watching the anime like that's that's how Digimon works in the anime and in the traditional lore and it it's really cool to see a game bringing that uh, traditional lore that it established 20 years ago and keeping it. And I'm stoked. Oh, hell yeah. We are as of today. We are exact exactly a month. July 29th. July's going to be a good month. Oh, yeah. July's going to be a fucking awesome month. What yeah. about you, Josh? What is the last for you, sir? All right. So the last one for me is uh, going to be um, a Plague Tale Requiem. Okay. Um, I think that this game looks awesome. Uh, I think that this game looks like potential uh, game of the year uh, material. Um, the first game is real, real good, and uh, I think that this has the potential to be even better. Um, the trailer looked fucking rad. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This this is something that looks like right up my alley. So. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, there are several other ones that like I really want to talk about, but they don't come out this year. Um, so yeah. you know, but yeah, that's coming out in I think September. Um, so that's definitely definitely going to be high on my list. Um, yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, cool. Well, uh, the next thing we've got on the docket is to talk about the Q3 tournament. Um, so we've been doing, uh, tournaments all year long. Um, first one was at the very beginning of the year back in January. The second one was, um, here, uh, what? Uh, starting in March, I guess, or mm -hmm. starting in April. Um, and now we're going to be doing our third one. Um, now, one thing to note is that the winner of our Q2 uh, was LEGO Star Wars, and we're supposed to be doing a spoiler cast on it. Um, the thing about that is, is we have to all play it. So... Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if uh, that's going to be coming as soon as some people would like, uh, but we made a promise, so we got to keep it. It'll be it'll be on its way eventually. Um, How far are the two of you in it? Uh, I think I've beaten the first movie, so or not not a New Hope. Sorry, Episode One. Yeah, yeah I, that's the same. I've beaten Episode One. And then I went the other way with Force Awakens. So, yeah, um, it's just I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I'm 
fucking sick and tired of Star Wars. <laughs> yep. Me too. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. I'll have to just power through it, I guess. Yep. Uh, but Q3, the way that I'm going to structure this uh, part, or th- this um, tournament specifically, is it's going to be all the games up through Q3. That way, it'll be games that are like definitively out. Um, mm-hmm. and I am also going to make sure that it is games that, uh, none of us have played that that's my goal with this in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll, we'll see how, uh, what I can, what I can do to, to make that happen. Um, uh, yeah, we'll see what I can do to make that happen. But um, the yeah, yeah, that's the that's the basic gist of it. Um, so last thing uh, is uh, we had a giveaway at the beginning of the year. Um for um what's it called um uh horizon forbidden west sorry i could not for the life of me um figure out what uh what it was that we had uh given away anyway um then we had a q2 giveaway and uh, we didn't get nearly as much traction. That one's still technically available. I mean, there's nothing saying, you know, that we won't give it away or whatever, but, um, uh, just we're waiting to hit the threshold that we had set. So, so there's that. Uh, but the way that I'm going to do the giveaway for this one is, uh, we're going to have to sit, and hit our, um, uh, we're going to have to hit our original goal of the Q2. And we're also going to have to hit a new additional goal. Um, I know it's going to be a pain in the ass, but, uh, you, we're just going to have that. That's the way that I am going to make it happen. So, um, Yeah. Anyway, uh, this one is going to be again another um, a matter of a uh, a game that um, people are anticipating. You'll you'll get to choose the game that you are going to receive, um, and then we'll we'll go from there. But um, yeah. Uh, that's uh that's what we'll be doing so uh be i guess on the lookout for that if you have not followed us on social medias yet um then do that because that's how we will be doing i i actually actually i take that back so uh with this this one in particular the um the thing that i plan on doing is um 
uh, is I'm going to make it where uh, you you need to listen to the podcast in order to be eligible. Um, so we'll have a some sort of like code word or something um, that you'll have to use. And we'll, uh, I, I don't know, we'll, we'll, we'll make a post and you'll have to, uh, like use the code word or something like that. And then you'll be eligible once that happens. But, uh, I still don't have all of the answers to how I plan to do that. So we'll just have to play that one by ear. Um, but, uh, Yeah. Okay, that I mean that's that's it. Um, Q three tournament, Q three giveaway. Um, I'm going to I guess I don't I don't want to say let the cat out of the bag, but um, I guess let the cat out of the bag um, with regards to. Um, uh the Q4 um giveaway uh if if we can get enough traction with it we will be going to the um we will be giving away a um a Xbox Series S so uh I was going to try to keep that a secret as long as we could but we'll need to gain traction on that. And uh, like I said before, what we may end up doing is... Uh, what we may end up doing is just um, creating some sort of social media post or something like that. And then um, using some sort of keyword uh, or, or something like that. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll figure out all the details and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, so that's uh, stuff to look forward to. Um, all right, I guess uh, let's get into the uh, the games that we've been playing. Um, and uh, who, does anybody want to start off in particular? I mean, me and Dylan have the same thing. <laughs> we do. So... <clears throat> Thanks to did I, did I talk about World of Warcraft on the last podcast? Did, did that happen? I don't know. We don't. Uh, I, don't so. I, I don't think so. Yeah, you, you may have so. like briefly mentioned it. it. Was that or Hearthstone? Austin, were you even here for the last one? Yeah. Maybe. Um, thanks to a very terrible person, Jeffrey. I started playing. Yeah, Jeffrey. I started playing World of Warcraft again. It's not in the docket, so I'm assuming I didn't. Uh, play it. Um, I've been I've been playing again for a couple of weeks, and in that time, I have also uh, recruited Austin to give it a shot. So I am the terrible person in that situation. Um, but it it hooks me every time. Damn it! And it's like this time now that I've started it somehow feels easier to get back into after a while like there's a ton of content in this game now this game has been out for a very long time i think we're almost at 20 years that it's been out 
Um, there's a lot of content in the game. There's a lot of lore to get caught up on and know. Um, luckily for me, I love the lore. I love everything about the game. Uh, I, I, I delve into it as often as I can. Um, but up until recently for me, it's always felt like a chore to come back and learn and you know, understand the new meta and understand how the new raid and dungeon mechanics works and, you know, get caught up on all the story that I missed from expansion X, Y, or Z. But this time coming back into Shadowlands, um, feels like it's been a while. I mean, Battle for Azeroth wasn't that long ago. Um, and I, I did play that expansion for a good while. did a lot of the dungeons and the story stuff with that. Um, but inevitably, I wound up, you know, leaving. I, I, I grew into other games. I started doing, you know, the challenges and stuff like that for the podcast, streaming different stuff. So it was always harder for me to, I guess, focus time on the content. And this time, it, when, when I started playing uh, the Shadowlands content in the past couple of weeks, it's... I, f- I feel like now I'm starting to understand, like... I guess because for all the times that I've gone away and come back, that experience has just, I guess, carried on. And now that I'm here, I kind of understood where to pick up at and how to delve into this content. And I'm streaming it now, too. So I'm not getting sidetracked on another game. I can hard focus on diving back into the content, gearing up for the new expansion coming out, I think, before the end of the year. I think they have 2022 lined up for that. And that's called Dragonflight. Um, so it's like I have this urge and desire to get this content. <laughs> My dog just started blowing up. Um, <laughs> so I have this urge to get the content um, finished and caught up on so I can actually be there for the start of an expansion. I don't think, aside from Cataclysm, no, Mist of Pandaria was the last one that I was actually like there at launch to enjoy you know just that 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 feeling of this is new launch day for an expansion for a huge mmo like it's been a while since i've had that so i want to get caught up on it and it really helps having jeff there and you know maybe if austin does wind up enjoying the game he will stick around too but it just helps having people that you can actively play with and enjoy the game with and group up with and do the quests and stuff and even if it's only for like an hour a day or you know however long we play it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun to have that companionship and the camaraderie in the game. Like that's what got me hooked in the first place, was getting to play and experience the game with not just a buddy or two, but like a ton of other people. Um, I've I've noticed that coming back into it, like the community isn't as bad as I remembered. Like when it comes to like doing a dungeon or a raid and you don't know the mechanics, like people are actually like inclined to help. Um, they don't care that you know you know i've done something accidentally recently they're like hey instead of you know doing that here's what you do and they're never condescending about it it's always helpful and it's a lot of fun man like i've missed this game i miss the feeling that it gives me um it's good to be back hell yeah Uh, and i I drug mr stevens with me (laughs) (laughs) yeah you did um i haven't gotten to play too much of it just because i i just haven't really had the time um I think I've only gotten to play like what Dylan maybe like 30 45 minutes tops. Yeah, like you're you're right at that to an hour mark. Yeah. Um but 
what I have gotten to experience, I really fucking enjoyed. Um, you guys want to hear something really stupid? What's that? So, I've always wanted to play WoW. It was something I've always wanted to fucking get into, but I've never had a computer that had that uh, could actually run WoW. So, it's just never really been an option for me. Um, and I've wanted to play WoW. I specifically remember, I was in 5th grade, I think, when this episode came out. Um, it was the World of Warcraft episode South of South Park. Park. Yeah. That's like, I don't know why, but I specifically remember watching that episode and being like, wow, if this is really what that game looks like, this kind of looks fun. Like, I would play this. This looks like some of the stuff I play on my Xbox already. Like, I would like that. And then, you know, going home and getting on the computer and looking it up. And I'm like, oh shit, that no, that is actually what this game looks like. And it looks really fun, but I've just never been able to do it. And now I can. And I'm enjoying it so far. Um, I don't know that... I am going to fully commit yet. Uh, I think I read that you can play up to level 20 for free before you have to start paying. So I want to get to that level 20 threshold and then kind of see how I'm feeling. See how I go from there and decide if I want to actually drop money in order to keep playing or not. Yeah, I think that's a good way to do it too. And then it's like we were talking about the other night. Like you can, what are you playing now? You're playing a pally, you're playing a paladin. So it's like you mm -hmm. can get to level 20 on your paladin and you can see how the game goes and then uh, you can always start another character and then get that one to level 20 and do a different play style um, and go from there but yeah it's cool that they give the players the ability to do that mm -hmm. um, it, it kind of helps you dissect the game a little bit and this time like the cool thing about how the game is starting new players now is that you can choose to start in your class starting zone so like if, if, if you if you were playing as an orc you're starting in durotari like you're right outside of orgrimmar um, and that's like your starting zone but they've also started to give these players like the ability to spawn in this other place called exiles reach and exiles reach kind of teaches you not only you know like the the, the 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 beginning basics but it's teaching you how to play your class and how to utilize your abilities and stuff like that and then once you hit like level 10 and you've done the content on this little island you go to like the the hub city of wherever faction you chose so like once you finish exiles reach and you're playing on the horde side you go to orgrimmar or whatever and it gives players a better understanding i think because when you're starting a, in a class zone, like it's teaching you very slowly, and it's not even that it's even teaching you, you're just kind of learning over time, and you're focused more on the questing aspect in that part of the early game, but with, within Exile's Reach, like you are hard focused on learning how to play your character, your class, your abilities, you know, stuff like that. Um, and it lasts until about level, I think it was right at level 10 that I was able to finish everything. So even at, like once you finish it and then you go back to the main cities, you then have an additional free 10 levels you can play to see if you even like the game and you get to experience a lot within those 10 levels too. So uh, they, 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 they really make it accessible to these newer players. And I think that's something that is great because it's like people like you who can pick it up and they can get this like beautiful little island right like exiles reach is kind of beautiful um and and you you get to see what the game's about and it's 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 fun man i hope you enjoy it truly but like i mean it's it's an mmo it's not for everyone 
Yeah, this is true. True. I do really uh, like it. Or it could though. be the wrong MMO, right? That's, mm, yeah. You could mm-hmm. like another one. Yeah. I see. Like, Josh might not like World of Warcraft, but he likes Final Fantasy XIV. I can't fucking stand World of Warcraft. I know. <laughs> Why? I'm not going to be like... Why do you like, hate it so much? Uh, I don't know if it was uh, just maybe my mindset when I was playing it, or... Uh, I, I can't tell you de- definitively what it was, mm-hmm. but I remember playing it and being like, this is fucking bad. I hate this. I do not want to spend any more time doing it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I can't. I can't argue it. It's like. It's I mean, like it's not it, for everybody. Know, it's not for everyone, but the option's there. Like, it is free for a little bit, you know, if you ever wanted to dabble again. But I'm not going to be like Jeff and send you feet pics and be like, you should play the. Dude, what is my dog doing? Can I, can I just interject real quick? So, if you hear the dog barking in the background, this is the deaf one. Right, Sabrina's been playing. This is video game related, so it makes sense. Jurassic World Evolution Two. Um, you guys know what that game is? Yeah, yeah. it's Jurassic okay. Park Builder, she, basically. Essentially that, and she's still barking because of this. So whenever, you, so you're like, she was playing creative mode yesterday, and she was like, "Hey, I'm going to put your favorite dinosaur in this park, and it's a Stegomolic, and it's like this. It's a smaller base dinosaur, but it's one of those with like a really hard head, and they have horns coming out of it. Yeah. Um, so she's like making it, she's designing it, and she's getting it ready. And Whisper, the dog, is on the bed watching the screen. Perfectly fine. Nothing, nothing wrong. So here comes the time for the dinosaur to spawn into the world. And this is what she's doing right now. This is why she's freaking out in there barking. So it starts to walk out of this building. It's like, it's not a scary building. It's nothing crazy. It's just like you're out in the sunlight looking into a dark building. So when the dinosaur walks out of it, it looks like it's walking out of like the shadows and stuff. And it's like, whatever. So we're just sitting in there and I'm just chilling, talking to Sabrina. And here comes this Stigamolic walking out of the fucking door. It's a bigger TV. It's a 70 inch TV. So it's larger. It's imposing. I get it. Whisper freaks the fuck out. She starts to bark. Her hackles go up like her fur is on just bristled. She is growling and barking at the dinosaur. She does not bark at people. She does not bark at other animals. She does not bark at anything. But, like, if there's people, if I'm watching an MMA match in there, she is barking and throwing a fit, dude. Like, I don't know what it is about this dog, but if I, like, playing video games and stuff, like, I was playing Tiny Tina the other day, and there was, like, a psycho or, like, a skeleton psycho, whatever, running at the screen. She was freaking out about it. She thinks it's coming for her. And it's, like, I don't know if it's because she's deaf and she can't, like, like like hear that it's, like, just a game and there's stuff, you know, like, I don't know what it is. She thinks it's, like, a window or something, but... It fucking cracks me up. So, Josh, when you're editing this and you hear my dog, <laughs> it's because there's dinosaurs on the screen and she thinks they're coming to get her. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. And it's, she's a deaf dog, dude. So it's like she's handicapped. She doesn't know any better. <laughs> oh, Lord. I love her. Oh, God. As you should. As you should. Um, Yeah. Well, uh, while you guys have been playing World of Warcraft, uh, I've been playing a real man's game. Oh I'm just uh, kidding. Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. Um, so I am... I would like to think uh, that I am somewhere in the neighborhood of... Uh, three quarters of the way done with the quarry. Uh, but 
I'm not sure uh, how many chapters there actually are. I'm on chapter eight. Um, I like I said, I would like to think that there are twelve chapters, but I don't hundred percent know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so there's that. Um, and yeah, what I said last week uh, about it kind of being the um, the return to form for Supermassive that I had wanted with, you know, Man of Vendan and all of these other um, all these other games that they've come out with, Little Hope, you know, all that stuff. Um, this is this is the return to form that I was really hoping for. Um, they have just nailed the aesthetic of, um, like the, the eighties horror genre as a whole. Like it's just, they've hundred percent nailed everything that goes along with that. Um, and, uh, I, I'm, I'm loving all of the characters. I'm loving the, uh, the interactions that they're, uh, that they're giving me with these, with these characters. Um, yeah, I, I think this game is really pretty, pretty rad. Uh, there are some things that I've noticed that I haven't liked as much. Like, um, I was watching a cutscene earlier with, uh, David Arquette that, um, uh, I, I, I'm trying to find a way to describe it, but it was like a, it was a very pixelated, um, like backdrop behind him. He looked great, but the kind of like, like I said, like the backdrop behind him just looked real bad. And, uh, I, I, I wasn't too pleased to see that. I mean, it happens, you know, it, it just, it, it breaks the immersion for me. So I, I would prefer that it not happen, obviously. Um, so, yeah. So there was that for sure, which was a bummer. And I've also noticed that some of the character models, for whatever reason, will sometimes just look wonky. Um, I don't think that, it, that they necessarily look bad, per se, it's more so that they just, in comparison to the other ones that are uh, happening, um, they just don't look as good. And, like, it is really weird and off-putting having a character model be really good-looking, like, one second, and then the next second, like, they don't look as good in comparison to the other one. Um, yeah, just, uh, kind of weird. And uh, again, like immersion breaking, like it's not the worst thing in the world, but like I'll be playing the game and, and be totally fine. And then all of a sudden it's like, I am playing a game, huh? You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, another thing is sometimes the, lip uh i don't want to say lip sync because it's not really lip sync but like uh i think like the uh the kind of like character rigs or whatever the the facial rig that they they made up it doesn't 
get lips quite right. Um, and that, again, is immersion breaking. Like, there's uh, one girl who has a very distinctive smile uh, based on what I have seen from her character model. And it's very off-putting. It's very... Um, what's the what's the best way to 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 put it uh uncanny valley like it's very much um that sort of uh thing times like a million <laughs> uh but uh on on the whole uh i am not upset with this game at all uh i'm very happy with my experience i think that it is um giving me tons of fun and uh i am very happy that uh that i got it um so yeah uh the quarry definitely oh yeah where does it fall in like your uh top five this year uh i mean if i'm being honest i've only played really a handful of games Mm. um that have come out from this year so this would be near the top (laughs) For sure, gotcha. uh, but I can't tell you where exactly it would be, um, in in that respect. Uh, probably top mm, four or five for sure. Okay. Um, it's just like I said, there there have been games that have come out, and I was like, I want to play this, and I knew that I was going to at some point, but then I just for whatever reason never got around to um to to playing it and uh just yeah it it was uh one of those things so um top five top five for sure for sure okay yeah i don't think i've played more than a handful either i don't even know if i've played five this year now that i think about it between lego star wars legends arceus elden ring I don't. I can't think of another one. Oh, Tiny Tina. But I've only finished like Legends Arceus, so I don't know. I just I was wondering. Yeah, because I think I've only beaten because Elden Ring and stuff like that. Elden Ring's still number one, but I don't know if I have a number two right now that I could just think of off the top of my head. Yeah, number yeah. two for me would be Citizen Sleeper. Citizen Sleeper, I. Yeah. Dude, that game. I'm big. telling you guys, you you need to play that game. It is. It's astounding. That the see there's there's so many games to play this year and I feel like a lot of them are you know not to just use your word but they're kind of like sleeper titles it's like things that are not really on the fort like the front side of things like Citizen Sleeper I would have never thought to play it Neon White I would have never thought to play it you know what I mean it's like there's a lot of these games that are going under the radar that. I do not want to miss this year because everyone who talks about Citizen Sleeper or Neon White, they're just raving about how good they are. So there's a lot left to play this year, man. Like for for, for this being our halfway check-in, I feel like there's so much more to play from here to the end of the year than there was from the beginning of the year to now. I agree with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. We'll we'll see how it all shakes out when we uh. When we get into December, I guess. Yeah, so are we going to do a Q3 check-in? Uh, yeah, I would expect so. Uh, and that would come 
Let's October. See, yeah, it would come beginning of October. Fuck yeah. So It's going to happen before we know it. We'll, uh, we'll see how everything shakes out, I guess. Um, yeah. Uh, I want to. I want to be big for my britches and be like, by the next time we do a check in, I'll have the challenge f- finished. But that's Me that might be too big for my. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> 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 uh, what if I we'll did? See. What if I finished the whole challenge next week? Then you shut the. Wh- you would be you a god among whole, men. You would be literally. <laughs> all right, that's all my complex needed to hear. <laughs> Oh, God. I'm just kidding. That's not going to happen. But yeah, you know no, what? I'm I know, try. but I love the confidence, though. I'm going to try. I'll do beat my a game. best. Beat a, play, <laughs> he play said Lego beat Star one, Wars. sir, yeah. please. Yeah. Yeah. Josh, you played Uno Mas. Uno Mas. Yeah, uh, I only played this very briefly because Austin told us last week that it was on the PlayStation Plus collection or whatever that it's Correct. being called. Uh, so I downloaded Returnal. Um I started playing it today, actually. Uh, I didn't get very far. Um, I haven't beat the first area yet, so I can't, you know, say much about it. Um, What I will say is that uh, it is... It's it's pretty difficult. I know that a lot of people, like... uh, There were a lot of, like, articles with people last year, like talking about just how hard it was um Mm. and uh, i know that they did some things to um i I don't want to say dumb it down because that's definitely not what i'm i'm trying to say but um they did some things to kind of help uh ease the burden that uh those games um presented so Mm -hmm. um I don't know what the hell that sentence just was. That sentence didn't, didn't even make sense. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So I know that they've done some things to to kind of ease the um, the hardness, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and um, I don't know. It's it's. I, I don't know that this is necessarily a game that I would immediately um, like pick up and play. Like I, I think I wanted to play it last year, but I think it's kind of because I wanted to play something on my on my PS five as opposed to like um, a genuine desire to um, to play that game in particular. Um I I want to get as far as I can in it, but I'm not sure that this is going to be something that necessarily sticks with me. Um, yeah. The combat is really fluid. Like it's, I, I really like the combat in it. It almost, uh, I don't want to say it almost feels like a rhythm game, but like when you see the things that are coming at you on screen and you're having to dodge while also shoot and stuff like that, like it becomes very much uh like i said i maybe not a rhythm game but something akin to a rhythm game um 
I think it is really, really pretty. I, I like the, the art style a lot. Uh, I don't want to call it... Uh, I don't want to call it cartoonish because it's not... And I don't want to call it realistic because it's not... Um, but it is definitely something um, that is uh, stylized, and I like it. Um, I really like the... Uh, um, the kind of like colors that pop on the screen, uh, in comparison to the, uh, uh, like not, not necessarily dull or muted, but like it's, uh, very, um, dark neutral colors. Uh, so you'll have like dark navies or dark navies, fucking idiot, man. Um, like you'll have like these dark blues and like navies and like grays and, um, that's kind of like the environment. And then you have these pops of colors that are coming from the, uh, enemies and their attacks and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I'm just, I, I really think that it looks really pretty. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'll I'll need to have more time with it for sure. Uh, we'll see how everything goes, I guess. Austin, how much further did you make it in Returnal? Um, I've gotten a little bit past where you find the house. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? I don't, but I was just uh, like hour marked me. <sighs> two. Two. Maybe two or three. Do you feel like you're going to pursue it? Oh, yeah. I fucking love this game. Oh, yeah. I really enjoy it. I like it a lot. It's so I, weird to I me mean, that you don't really, like, you're not a big fan of, like, roguelikes and shit like that, but, like... Yet I played Hades and this, and I love them. Yeah. It's weird. It doesn't and make any sense. And now you're gearing up to play Cult of the Lamb. Yeah. My my whole life is a lie. I mean, None still... Of it makes sense. It might not, but I'm curious to see where you <laughs> go with it, like... I'm I don't stoked. know. I don't. Huh? I'm stoked. I'm stoked to finish Returnal. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's again. It's on the backlog. It's not. It's not something I had desired to uh-huh. play over Cult of the Lamb. Like I was until Cult of the Lamb was brought to my, you know, my attention. Returnal was the game I was going to play, and I was going to be like, you know, whatever. Like I'll. I don't really have another choice. I'll force my way through it whatever yeah but then cult of the lamb came up and i was like oh great like i can actually play this enjoy it but returnal's on the back burner i just i just between listening to josh it's like that's how i think i'm going to feel um i don't regret not playing it this year mm-hmm. but i i hope that when i do play it like it's not a letdown I mean, would you wouldn't really would you say it's a letdown from what your expectations were josh uh no not really because because like I said it wasn't it wasn't something that I was like dying to play it was like I want to play something that is for my PS5 right okay I get what you're saying and that's another part of the reason I wanted to play is because I heard good things about it you know having like and Austin it's weird that you touched on it like the haptic feedback and stuff like that yeah the mm-hmm. haptic feedback on in this is fucking insane incredible it feels so good so that's something I was looking forward to I don't know. I'm still I'm still very much there and it's on the list to play but the goddamn dude 2023 is looking like 
I'm gonna I'm gonna write out all the games that I would really like to get to next year. It's it's gonna be a scary list because there uh, there's there's I can I can think of at least at least a dozen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Is that all for what we've been playing? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think so. Yeah. I think that's it. So it's uh, Week of the Peak time. But week we of the Peak. Oh, I love that you said it. I, I, love that you I, said it. I had to focus on saying it so hard. He <laughs> 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 said, I, ha- I almost said it normally. Yeah. yeah. But now we can never say it like, you know, we can't say Pick of the Week. It's always got to be Week of the Peak now. Well, we'll we'll see so, about all of that. Oh, damn. All right. Well, every time you say it, I'll get happy. Just surprise me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, my, my pick of the week is um, a, uh, a little video from Sir, Sir Skill, Skillup. Sir Skillitup. Um, Sir Skillitup. <laughs> yeah. He is, uh, he's put out his... I think he said that he is now going to make this like a yearly tradition type thing where uh, he's going to kind of like do this stuff through Steam Next Fest and, and what have you. Um, and uh, and uh, he's going to kind of give us a look at indie games. And that's what this is. is he played a bunch of games during um, the Steam Next Fest, a, a bunch of demos and stuff like that. And... Uh, his he told me about a bunch of things that I'm really excited for now. Like um, some of them I had actually already heard of, like Cult of the Lamb. He he talked about, and I was like, "Cool, Cult of the Lamb." I'm glad that you pointed that out because that's a game that I'm excited for. Um, but that's how I found out about Ghost Song. That's how I found out about a game called uh, I think it's called Moon Dance. Um, let me. Yep. I do, and then see, dude. There's so many good indie games coming out this year. Yeah, like, for I real. I play all of them. So and Austin, like you're even delving more into indie games this year too. I am, slowly, slowly but surely. Slowly but surely. Uh, yeah, you guys should definitely check that out for sure. Fuck yeah. Uh, my uh, wick of the peak is <laughs> <laughs> is uh the album that I kind of think made me an emo kid in high school, <laughs> or the, a oh, scene God. kid, I guess. Uh, I don't know why I was listening to it all day, but I was, and it's just nostalgic. And that album is Flare for the Dramatic uh, by Pierce Saville. It is their first full-length album all the way back in 2007. And I don't know why this album makes me feel the way it does, but it does. Uh, like, there's a specific song on the album called Yeah Boy and Dollface, and it's, their names are so stupid. But that song makes me cry every fucking time for no reason. If I ever just need to get a good cry out, that's what I listen to, and it makes it happen. And it's very just very nostalgic. I don't think it's very good. I don't think the album is very good at all, but it's nostalgic. All right. I'm trying to think of what put me into that phase. Like, you got me thinking and spiraling. I was like, I don't know if there was a song that made me like that just depressed kid. You know what I mean? Like Pierce yeah, the Veil did it for me. Pierce the Veil. I don't know. It was a culmination of a few bands for me, I guess. Um, but not the one for my wick of the peak. Uh, my song <laughs> is uh, from a uh, artist known as LBCK, and the song is Sagittarius. It's just li- it's kind of like a like electronic disco song with some really nice vocals over it. It's feel good time. Um, it's a song that doesn't make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, damn. Yeah. Good shit. Okay, cool. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, before we get into our kind of like closing notes or whatever, uh, one thing that I want to put out there, um, and I, I put it out on the, uh, on the socials today, uh, we've been having people ask specifically about the podcast being available on YouTube. Um, my first thought was to just put it up on the culture bop channel and kind of have it sitting there for, you know, anybody to watch. Um, I ultimately decided against that for two reasons. Uh, the first being, if you're coming to look for a podcast, you're going to be thrown off by having videos that are not podcast. And then if you reverse that, if you're coming for kind of like video essay type content, um, you're not probably going to be coming for podcast. So I felt like it was going to be two different clashing uh, pieces of content. And so what I ultimately decided to do was to create a YouTube page specifically for this podcast. Um, so it does not have any sort of like followership or anything like that yet. So, uh, it, in order for us to get up to the, um, the threshold where we can have the custom URL for the, you know, like youtube.com slash, you know, hunting pixels or whatever, we'll need, uh, to grow it up on there. So if you are listening to this right now, or if you're interested or, sorry, this is the, a poor way of phrasing this. If you're listening to this podcast right now and would prefer to watch it on YouTube, it is now available. You'll have to search Hunting Pixels. Um, I do not have anything other than the very first episode that we recorded up, but that will be changing. I'll be trying to release them about two, possibly three episodes a week until we get caught up to where we... Um, where we're at ultimately uh the problem with that is it requires me to make uh thumbnails and stuff so i will need to like it, it may not be a three times a week it may only be the two sometimes it may only be one it'll just depend on how how things shake out um but that's available and then if you are a person who knows people who have been asking about a YouTube version or something like that, you can now let them know. So, Hell yeah. Yeah. Take, take that and do with it what you will. Um, the second thing, because people have been asking about YouTube, uh, I don't want to be one of those people that uh, just kind of has like a generic presence with the podcast on there uh so we will be switching to a video format for youtube uh i will also be releasing these alongside um uh the regular audio feed on the patreon on the day that it drops early uh it won't be a youtube link or anything like that i'll just upload the video straight to the patreon 
uh, and you'll got you, everyone who's a patron will have access to it there. Um, but going forward, uh, we will be not not starting with the next episode, but in the near future, going forward, we will be on video. So, um, yeah, I guess uh, I guess be looking forward to that as well. Um. Is there anything else that I'm missing? I um, think that's it. It's in that regard. That's it. I was gonna actually ask you guys. Um, actually, I was gonna ask you both on a date. <laughs> um, next oh, this coming Monday sure. night, you guys want to make a Dead by Daylight stream? I'm down. I'm not doing shit. Uh, let's see. Like we could even push it a little later than the podcast would normally start if we needed to, or. I'm just trying to think of uh, what the date is next Wednesday. Uh, I don't think that that Monday. actually. Monday. Oh wait, you said Monday. Yeah, the f- oh, it's the Fourth of July. LOL. So I don't know what you guys do for the Fourth of July, but I forgot that happened. <laughs> haven't celebrated the Fourth of July. Yeah, like I don't do shit. Dog. I'll I'll be here playing video games one way or the yeah, other. Yeah, same. All right. Well, it's an off day for me, and that's what I do. Yeah, well, we might make that happen then. We might just, uh, that might be our July 4th celebration type thing. Uh, Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. For the community. So, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's do that. All right. So, shout out times. As always, you can find us on social media for all things Culture Pop, Honeybuckles, and the Culture Pop family of content. Culture Pop is available on Twitter at no hang on what am i doing here what am i doing here um i'm getting rid of the twitter for now i don't know why i keep doing that uh let me delete it off the dock so then i don't remember to so so that i don't forget to do it next time i don't know culture bop is available on instagram at culture underscore bop we have the youtube channel of course uh it is youtube dot com slash c slash culture bop and then finally we are on tiktok at culture bop all one word where you have been posting yep Yeet. yep i have been posting i've been trying to make as as much stuff over there as i can um oh yeah it's little stuff but you know that's what i can do fuck you yeah. uh I am available on Twitter at the Bebopman182, on Instagram at Bebopman182, on Twitch at the underscore Bebopman. Dylan is available on Twitter at OMDizzyTV, on Instagram at OMDizzy, on Twitch at OMDizzy, on YouTube at OMDizzy, and on TikTok at OMDizzy. And finally, we have Austin. He is available on Twitter. That's me. That, that's you. Uh... He's available on Twitter at Big Papa Plays, on Instagram at Big Papa Plays, on Twitch at Big Papa Plays, and on TikTok at Big Papa Plays. So go check all those out. And last but not least, if you're looking to support this podcast or any of the endeavors that we're undertaking as Culture Pop, then go to patreon.com slash culture pop and consider tossing us a pledge. We're offering some very cool perks, and once we start hitting our goals, even more content will be on its way. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So, that is it, boys. Do we uh, do we have anything else that we need to uh, we need to get off our our chests? 
I don't think I, so, man. I don't believe so. I feel like we're all making plays on socials right now. I like it. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yep. Trying to trying to do that thing. Trying to do that thing. I just uh, kind of redid my TikTok. I just remade it for the gaming thing. Um, yeah. Posting clips there, and I have a format to where it's not posted in widescreen. Like I can actually like there's a program I'm using, and it customizes it to like make it a full screen TikTok video. So. Oh hell yeah, dude! Yeah, looks spicy. That's nice. fucking awesome. Very cool. Um, you should. And now shoot we have a date. You did that. I just, I just, I will actually. I'll send it to you right now. Um, I just want to go on record saying that I just asked out two people at the same time and both said yes. That's so, incredible for you. It is. I'm proud of you. I have a way with the men. Yeah. All I have to do is say, "Hey, let's play video games," and they're like, "I, I could go for this." That's yep. how you do it. That I mean, is yeah. a thing that you can do. Truly. I'll shut up now so we can end the thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's it. That is the end of our show. So until next time, goodbye. Oh